Soup's on, everybody. On the 18th, the Board of Supervisors of Nevada County held one of two monthly meetings. Julia Jem covered the meeting for us as usual. Julia, I want to talk about the two big topics, Caltrans, cannabis. But first, I understand that there was some interesting public comment. Let's go there first. Yeah, so the public comment in the beginning of the meeting mostly had to do with the Idaho Maryland Mine Project and specifically about the community's opposition to it. There were no people that spoke in favor of it, but there were several members from Mine Watch, the anti-mine coalition, and they are urging the Nevada County Planning Commission and the Board of Supervisors to, quote, avoid prolonging the battle over the mine, deny approval of the mine, and not certify the EIR. Okay, well, thanks for that. Moving on, um, what should we talk about first, the cannabis ordinance or Caltrans? We can talk about the cannabis ordinance first. Let's talk about it. Okay. So the board approved item number six on the consent calendar, which was an application from the Department of Cannabis Control that will allow for phase one funding of up to $10 million that would enable Nevada County to establish a cannabis retailer licensing program in unincorporated locations in Nevada County. Tell me more. So while cannabis might be legal in California, 56% of cities and counties in California don't allow any type of cannabis business. So this limits consumer access to regulated, tested cannabis products and creates a need for a, quote, equity bonus within the grant for counties that qualify. A blank application for the phase one of the grant was included in the board packet. And the equity bonus, that's to give people who have been disproportionately affected by the drug war a bit of a boost, right? Yeah. Let's talk about Caltrans. So item number 18 was the resolution for acceptance of Caltrans presentation regarding the California Road Charge Program. And that's a user pays system where all drivers pay to maintain the roads based on how much they drive rather than how much gas they purchase. How does that work? So under a road charge, all drivers share roadway maintenance and repair costs based on what they use. Um, It's a pretty complicated issue that I won't be able to cover thoroughly here, but I can do my best to explain the basics. Please. So currently, the monthly fuel tax paid under the gas tax varies based on the fuel efficiency of the vehicle being driven. But under a road charge, the monthly fuel tax paid would be a flat rate based off of the miles driven. So this might be a disadvantage for owners of high fuel efficiency cars or electric cars that currently pay a smaller amount of money per month. And it could be considered an advantage for owners of low fuel efficiency cars who currently pay a higher amount. It's sort of complicated, but it's meant to produce funding as the use of electric cars increases. So when people drive electric vehicles or low fuel efficiency vehicles, it lowers, their gas tax is lower, so there's less funding to go to the road maintenance. I see. Okay. Were there any comments about this particular issue? There were. There were two. Um, The first was from a man who proposed the idea of implementing a steel railway system in Nevada County and Mm. also as a general society becoming less dependent on individually owned vehicles. And then the second piece of public comment was in opposition of the road charge. Uh, He noted that he feels the gas tax has been effective for years and shouldn't change. Did it pass? It did. All right. Thank you so much for your reporting. When's the next meeting? Tuesday, April 25th. Thanks, Julia. Thank you.